we present, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel. <laughs> The piano is Matthew Scott, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello again, and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. This week, we can promise you another close contest from two teams who compliment one another and insult the audience. Timber <laughs> Pedro and Willie Rustin on my right. <laughs> Bill Tidy and Barry Cryer on my left. Not forgetting, of course, the lady who'll keep you abreast of the score, Samantha. Oh, I could limp the length of her. <laughs> We're going to start with a round called Straight Face. And this round, the aim is not to amuse the audience. Each panellist, in turn, says a word, and the first one who gets a laugh from the studio audience is disqualified. The remaining three then continue the game in rotation until only one survives, and for that one I award as many points as our budget this week allows. <laughs> and we're going to start with you, Willie Rushton. Limp. <laughs> no, no, that was recording. <laughs> Canned applause doesn't count, does it, Humphrey? No, it doesn't. No. I didn't hear any anyway. Phil? Soil. Goat. Gusset. Yeah, Barry, sorry about that. You're out of, out of this one now. Oh. Willie Russian, your turn again. Pearl. Bill? Bullfight. Luca. Hassock. Sweat stain. <laughs> yes, Bill? You can't trust anybody, can you? Yeah. <laughs> it was only a titter, but it counts. Final between Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton. Start off, Tim, please. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> that was suicide. <laughs> Weird way to do it. So let's have an enormous ovation. <laughs> this is the best you've done all evening. Let's have a huge ovation for our winner in that round, Matthew Scott. And this is the point where I give the team's advance warning of the late arrivals whom they'll have to announce later on in the programme. And this week uh, we have, we've had a suggestion from a listener which arrived in a plain buff envelope marked Seed Catalogue and it's later, <laughs> late arrivals at the Photographer's Ball. Late arrivals at the Photographer's Ball. So start thinking now. Here's a round called Mad Wriggle, I'm afraid. It's a musical round in which each team will give us a folk song on a specified subject. Tim and Willie, I'd like you to give uh, Bill and Barry the subject for their folk song, please. The, the lay of the waterbed. Excellent. <laughs> Suffolk. What key? You go first. I knew a lovely maiden once whose name was Lily Bear. She had a gentle rural charm and quite disgusting bread. <laughs> she lay upon her waterbed with a village idiot set. And she turned the electric blanket on. 
and poached them both to death. <laughs> I think I can give you six points for that. Now, Bill and Barry, will you give uh, Tim and Willie their subject? The Ballad of British Telecom. As I were walking out one day, I passed the telephone box. <laughs> Thanks, Willie. I'm happy to say that it was full of Miss Samantha Fox. Oh. <laughs> I offered to insert King P. <laughs> A lovely thing to do. She handed me a hand grenade and whispered, It's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the audience response clearly makes you the winners, uh, Tim and Willie. On that Any line. man who can sing after passing a telephone box, I'd buy enormously. <laughs> now, at uh, Tim Brooke Taylor's request, we carry on with the ad-lib poem. Oh. I'm going to give someone the first line of a poem, and they continue until I buzz them, like that, and the next person continues. And we carry on like that until we reach an artistic conclusion which is seldom. <laughs> and here's your opening line, Timbrook Taylor. Old King Cole was a merry old soul. He had 10,000 men. <laughs> old King Cole was a merry old soul. He had 10,000 men. He marched them up to the top of the hill and he marched them down again. Oh! When they were up, they were up. When they were down, they were down. But when they were only halfway up, they were neither up nor in Aberystwyth. Oh, no. They were neither up nor down. However, old King Coley had a pipe <laughs> through which he smoked. That's the furthest I've got on any pen. I carry on, Barry. He liked a bit of rough old shag. <laughs> Tobacco. And as he smoked, he joked. Ha 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 ha, he said. Ho ho! And he 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 he. Oh. <laughs> ha 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 again he went. Then he thought, tea tea. <laughs> what shall I have? Perhaps a maid. And so he pulled the gong. He don't do it. So he banged his gong. He pulled the maid, but banged the gong. And on reflection, realizing that pulling the gong was wrong, he said to himself in a loud, clear voice, So long have I a king been, I think a nice change would be if I could be a queen. <laughs> now we have a round which is called Backwards. And this, for lack of a better description, is a music round. Just before the programme, both teams have secretly recorded a song, and we're going to play it backwards now, and their opponents had to guess what it is. The correct answer will go up on our computerised board here in the studio. <laughs> He's lost well, the pipe, Sinclair Chalk. <laughs> for those of you at home, here's our mystery voice, and you get an extra point if you can guess who it is. She loves you. She loves you. Okay. 
Now, Tim and Willie, will you uh, uh, let's hear your song sung backwards? It's number one in Leningrad <laughs> for the firing squad. At first, I thought it was never ride your bicycle on a greasy road. Was it Beatleish? Beetle. Yeah. That sort of area. Could it have been? She loves you, da da da. Ya ya. You're right, Bill. Barry and uh, Bill, we're going to hear your song now. Barry and Bill's song's going up on the board, and here, through the mystery voice, is it for you at home? As time goes by. As time goes by. Right. Here's oh. Barry and Bill singing their song backwards. And cocktails for two. If I work out what twisty arse I was back then, <laughs> <laughs> From a medical dictionary. Yeah. up, Mother Brown. You give him a clue? Yeah. yeah. It was up tempo. Not usually sung as quickly as that. Oh. oh. Obviously, it's a very slow song. So I'll give get... you a clue. Mary Whitehouse in Spain. Oh, Killjoy was here. <laughs> Casa Bianco. I'll give you one further clue myself, because you're still the quite a way off. It was a song which, in a movie, prompted Yupma Tragob to say, Ilapti Nega Mass. Oh, he didn't say Oh, that. I didn't. No. He said, he said I, 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 I told you never to play that song again, Sam. He ah. didn't say it. He didn't say it. Ah. He said, play it, Sam. You miss your memory. And Tim the and Willie... The time goes by, that's the one. Yes, and you win that round. <laughs> With a clue. <laughs> With a clue. You win that round by 17 seconds. Oh, fuck. We have a round now called... I'm sorry, I haven't a clue, though. I shall ask each of our panel... You all know the rules. I'm going to ask each of our panellists for their accusations. And we'll start with you, uh, Bill Tidy. I suggest the murder was committed by Sir Eric Soyle with a garden fork in the orangery. Right. Tim Brooke-Taylor. I suggest the murder was committed by Max Bygraves 
in a recording studio with a deck of cards. <laughs> but I'd like to accuse now, but I won't at this moment. An easy mistake to make. <laughs> I know for a fact the murder was committed by Henry Kelly immediately after he'd undergone a charisma bypass operation. <laughs> who stunned the victim by merely talking to him. Joan Collins did it. <laughs> oh, come on. In the conservatory <laughs> with the last of the red-hot pokers. <laughs> In my view. That would explain the high eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you all know, uh, we decide on this game by looking at the three cards in the box. Yes. Absolutely. Now we're going to play a game called Smuggling. <laughs> in this game, the teams will take it in turns to be smugglers or customs officers. Team members try to smuggle illicit objects through by concealing them in longer words or phrases. And the customs officers can challenge at any time. The winners will get ten points and the losers ten years. Now, Sally and Bill to go first. And your objects to smuggle through are all types of kitchen equipment. Gosh, Barry, this is a busy kitchen. Is that Emil coming in? And did he cough? It's a cough, Emil. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Onward, onward. I think he's also Bugs. got cough and hiccups. Coffee cups. <laughs> Challenge him, Bill. Coffee mill. Okay, that's one point there to Tim. Carry on then, please. Well, I've got innocuous items. I've got a, a, a book which was loaned to me by uh, my old mate, Kenwood, who is a... Um, <laughs> Good mixer. He, he um. <laughs> it was e Edam. Edam. Oh, you spotted it. Hang on, Barry. Is that, is that Liza? Liza's coming in for breakfast. Would you like some eggs, Liza? <laughs> <laughs> There's talk in the kitchen that uh, Nathaniel is involved in a marriage thing. You know that uh, she's going to <laughs> marinate uh, very soon. <laughs> Also, I thought she's a very modest girl, a self-effacing flower, really. <laughs> <laughs> this kitchen I think we have a challenge from Willie. Self-effacing, I think, is very good. Depressed by the weather, I've just sent a message home, hard, raining, bored. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> the, uh, a plain girl. Yeah, challenge from Tim. I just saw it now. Microwave oven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're in league with the devil. I'll also put in draining board while I'm about it. Picture of a primate who lives in mountain areas. Picture of a high-level gorilla. Uh, <laughs> in... Tim, uh, primate is the Archbishop of Canterbury who happens to be in their kitchen at the moment. Yeah. Right? Well, it's not nice to knock, Liza. Uh, she is grotesquely plain, Barry. And yes. I, I think her mama laid an egg when she was born. <laughs> oh, that's real. Oh, pad and pencil. I must oh. forget that. <laughs> And is that Herb, Basil and Rosemary just coming? <laughs> Bill and Barry, will you be uh, impertinent on me to ask how much longer are you going on? <laughs> Till the will to live runs out. <laughs> you're, you're, you've, got, you've got a score of four there, Bill well, and we declare? Barry. We declare hurt. Right. Now, Tim and Willie, your objects that you've got to smuggle through are musical instruments. Will you start now, please? Violin. <laughs> Yet, not yet. However, the Tibetan not yet. Well, no, no, Slope. <coughs> I'm just going to clear my guitar. 
Now, uh, <laughs> customs officer, good customs. Clear, clear, well shot. Thank you for bringing the harp through. That's Clavia of you. Clavia? Cla- it's no small yes. world, it's sir. You were sent down for robbery with violence. <laughs> oh, I think we let that pass, shall we? I carry on, Tim, quickly. <laughs> You're accusing me of being a liar. No. Uh, <laughs> Who's that? We're allowed to get one out. The Virgin Islands. Yes. <laughs> Go on, Willie. Cello there, I see. Ah! <laughs> Come back to my drum and let us have sex. <laughs> Gallant from... T- well, Bill got him first. Oh, yeah, it's got to be a lettuce. Le- Fr- it's ancient musical lettuce. French lettuce. <laughs> Another plant. <laughs> it looks like a sack, but if you look closely, <laughs> see it's a trombone. Oh, what a good... Oh, what a... <laughs> that is not a trombone, that is my protuberance. <laughs> I'm dressed like... Gallant Bill. <laughs> Can I withdraw my... <laughs> Bill? Not without a local anaesthetic. <laughs> I'm dressed with this very... Un- striped jersey so the French won't go call Anglais uh, is passing by and uh, we went by P&O then flew to Bali <laughs> <laughs> by way of fife may I flute please <laughs> I have a drum in fife well Tim and Willie have edged into the lead in that round and while somebody goes <laughs> edged <laughs> it's an edge. Yes, Joe, but Joe was hell on holiday. We always had to ban Joe from the bar. He was having <laughs> such a good time with our moniker. Anyway, <coughs> too well, late. While somebody goes, well, you didn't allow us to say anything earlier. <laughs> while somebody it's rings cool. up to ask them to postpone the news, we're going to now carry on with the game called Sounds Peculiar. I'm going to play in a few bizarre sound effects, and I want you to tell me what you think they are, teens. We're going to start with you, Tim. Here's your sound effect. <laughs> Ah, yes, this is, um, this is a good Australian um, annual, annual event. Um, last Night of the Poms. <laughs> I think... Okay, Bill, here's a sound effect for you. exciting holiday sound. It's King Kong attacking Blackpool Tower and trying to get the Hammond organ inside Reginald Dixon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Willie Rushton, here's one for you. (laughs) I think that's Toya Wilcox trying to be the Sweetheart of Forces in World War Three, <laughs> or Millwall playing away. <laughs> Let's have one for Barry then. <laughs> That's Wogan three times a week. I have to tell you, listening at home, that in the middle of that sound effect, our scorer, Samantha, went bright red, leant across to me and said, my God, when did they record that? Okay, Peter, here's another sound effect for you. 
Yes, I think I've heard this before. It's Evil Knievel attempting to clear the Grand Canyon in a Sinclair C5. <laughs> Incidentally, have any of you had your free ones yet? <laughs> Mine hasn't arrived. Yeah. They're at the door, aren't they, as you go out? Yes. Please take one, there's a bucket. <laughs> Bill, Bill Tidy, here's a sound effect for you. I think that's the most obvious one of the lot. That's a, a papal visit to Bolton International Airport. <laughs> I think it's worth hearing that one again, because it is incredibly accurate. Time for two more. Willie, here's another one for you. Takeover by the Egyptians, that is the new look sound of Harrod's dial a breather service. <laughs> and finally, one more for you, Barry Cryer. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor tries again. And we go on now <laughs> to the point where I ask the teams to announce the late arrivals for the photographer's ball. Mama Ratsy and her husband, Papa Ratsy. <laughs> Would you cover your eyes, ladies? Because in the corner, we have the allegedly well-developed <laughs> Matt Print, who is exposing himself <laughs> with a quick flash. <laughs> But I'm positive his enlargements are getting negative results. <laughs> Didn't get Nori. <laughs> Didn't get five points for the biggest laugh so far. <laughs> Mostly from him, but then just <laughs> Carry on. Will you please welcome Mr. and Mrs. Telephoto Savalas and their son Kodak. And those old chums, Len Scap and Ed Cutoff. Here come the Slades. There is the appallingly boring holiday Slades. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Achacamera and their daughter, Minnie Achacamera. Like her. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. 
Zebedee and their son. What, Zebedee? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. at the camera and their son Luke at the camera. <laughs> What's the weather like outside? Is the snow done? Um... <laughs> Ah, the Leroyds and their daughter, Paul. <laughs> There's <laughs> Sam, body moved. <laughs> Male stripper, flash being walked. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Croom and their father, Da Croom. <laughs> There's the wine waiter, Ditton. <laughs> Can we have the wine, Ditton? <laughs> Cabaret amuses some very early photographs of winds, the black and white mistral show. <laughs> Thinking someday my prince will come. <laughs> There's Mr. and Mrs. Dangle Lens. And their daughter Yvonne, whose invitation just says, Why Dangle Lens? <laughs> Ever the optimist, this is where I say join us again next week. Goodbye from all of us. Barry Cryer, Tim Brooke Taylor, Willie Rushton and Bill Tidy were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Matthew Scott setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer.